This is going to be a very tough video as I have to go over all the mistakes I've made in the stock market to lose $200,000. Mistakes hopefully you don't have to make, hopefully allowing you to profit more, profit sooner, and have more success in the stock market. No promises, not a financial advisor, this isn't financial advice, but the main point is you want to learn from someone who is waking up every single day trading, staring at the markets for one to eight hours for the past seven years, and more importantly, showing you their tax returns, which I have done the last two years have been super profitable. So again, make sure the person you're learning from is someone you want to become. If you're learning from people blowing up their accounts, guess what you're going to do? Blow up your account. So like, subscribe, let's get into my mistakes to get you on the learning curve and get better inside the markets. Mistake number one, everybody makes this is just learn. You're in the market because obviously some guy made money, you saw someone make money on the internet, you thought it was easy, and you wanna make money. So you get into the markets with that mentality instead of the right mentality. But there's a way to switch that over, and this is what happened to me. I was making $50 an hour tutoring students, and I made 50 bucks on my first trade on Tesla in like 12 minutes or, or 24 minutes. It was crazy. I looked at the screenshots of it and it's it's like mind-blowing that I could have done that. And so 50 bucks, I didn't have to drive anywhere. I didn't have to tutor anybody. I did it from home on my laptop and my computer and I came in for the money, but then I didn't realize the possibility of this, that if I learned, I can make more, I can maximize the situation, and I can become a better trader, which is the end goal, period, end of story, why you need to be in the markets. And here's why learning is so important. Let me explain it in the last couple years. So every year the market is different. The macro conditions, what's happening with inflation, interest rates, everything, it's always changing. So how do you expect to consistently have one strategy work or have one stock make you money forever? It's not gonna happen. If the market was that easy, Everyone would be profitable from year one to year 21. The point is, it's always adapting and adjusting, and you need to too. So if you're concentrated on profits and you're addicted to only making profits, you need to find yourself from being a success from making profits. You're going to quit. You're not going to sustain this long term because when the market flips, when it gets tough, when it adapts and adjusts, you start losing. That's when you start not wanting to do this anymore. And so if you're not addicted to learning and trying to pick up the new market and trying to figure it out, you're just gonna quit. And then if you quit, a lot of those hours are wasted. And then you're basically just starting from scratch on something else and starting from the beginning. So it's very important to just try to get better and try to look at this as a student. So that's what happened to me. During COVID, I didn't know what stimulus packages were. I didn't know the effect of a stimulus package. So I was fighting the market and most people were. They saw COVID being the end of the world. The market was tanking and then it started to go up. The bottom was in. Everybody was shorting it for about a whole year. Everybody shorting the market, thought it was going to turn over. I heard it everywhere. And the problem was nobody knew what stimulus did to the economy. Nobody was around for the last stimulus rounds. This was something brand new and something brand new we have to adapt to. And so now I know the effects of stimulus and now I can trade it a lot better. But if I just quit 
because it was hard and because I lost money, I wouldn't have gained that knowledge to help me profit in the next stimulus market run up. So again, everything I pick up, all my losses help me profit in the future. And this is something that has really defined me as a student. So next mistake is paying yourself. And this is the game changer for most of the traders inside our trading group. They get started out and they run up their accounts. They have a great month trading $1,000 to 25K. I've seen a lot of traders inside our group do that. But the fact is their strategy is not good. Like I said, the market flips. It gets a little different. And guess what? You start losing once and twice. You put on more leverage. You want to make it back. You want to get back to break even, all-time highs. And you start doing dumb stuff as the market gets confusing. And then you give up your gains. And then worse off, you give up the money inside your account that was initially there that allowed you to take it up 2,000%. So that is the biggest mistake I see is When the market's easy, we never pay ourselves, which is like putting money in your bank account. And what this allows you to do is if you blow up your account, which does happen, or even a 50% loss in your account does happen, you're not losing as much and your initial capital is protected. So it's very, very, very important to pay yourself. I mean, that's why we're here. It seems like everyone wants to make a million dollars. And then once they make a million dollars, they want to make five million. They want to make 10 million. There's no limit to where they want to go next because that was so easy. The run-up was so flawless. It just seems like we can keep on doing this, keep on doing this. And that's a broken mentality. It's not real until it goes into your bank account. So any money you make literally doesn't matter until it hits the bank. This is one thing that really held me back. I had three major account runs, 3K to 25K, 3K to 25K, 3K to 40K. And guess how much I keep kept from those account runs. Zero. I even blew up most of my initial capital on those account runs in my first couple years. But the fact is, I saw the possibility of what happened that gave me confidence that I could do it again. And that was what really kept me in the markets. But that was really, really destroying me mentally, seeing those accounts get blown up and just not being able to execute and win. I think Being a loser and losing in the stock market is really the hardest thing to get over is when you you win, you get addicted to it, and then when you lose, it just really sucks. So that was the one thing that I tried to change two years ago. I took 40K to $200,000, and I took out $100,000, which was my initial capital and a little bit more. I took out an extra 60K of profit. I put it in my bank. I said... I don't care if this goes to a million dollars and I'm giving up that possible leverage and run because of it. It's the one mistake I've made. I'm not making it again. And I'm so glad I did that because I could not trade worth a dang for the next couple months with that account. I could not hit a great trade. I couldn't hit a good spree. And it's because my whole mentality was screwed up. But the more important thing was profits were in my account in my bank account and it's the first time ever that happened so that was game changing really and truly because again i'm trading on a smaller account when i'm not doing well which is the better place to be less money when you're sucking mistake number three and this is huge i talk about this on the tiktok and on the youtube shorts overplaying underplaying and let me explain what this means everybody does this don't feel bad i personally do this 
at some, at some points too, is you have a great period of trading. Like you're hitting every single trade and you're doing it with very little amount of money. So you hit every trade. Let's say you put in a hundred bucks and they go 50%, 50%, 50%. So you made, let's say $300. You've tripled your account and went from $100 to four. You feel like a winner. So you have this $400 account and then you hit a bad trade with $100. Then you don't sell it, you keep it, and then you double down, you hold it. Now you have a $200 trade that's losing money and it keeps losing money. So you double down more and you hold it, a $300 trade that's losing money. So this is the wrong mentality that I see all the time and something I personally tried to change is you're winning in the stock market and you're not maximizing and you're losing in the stock market and you're maximizing. Why would you want to maximize a losing trade? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. We want to maximize winners. That's how we win and that's how we grow exponentially on the easy runs in the market. When you maximize losers, you just lose exponentially. So that's something I've tried to change and that's something I really have changed because when I'm hot, I use a lot more leverage. And when I'm not, I take the money out of my account. So I literally have no choice. I'm trading with $3,000, maybe even one if it's really bad. And I just trade until I hit the streak again. And I put my money back in and I start trading with a little bit more. Mistake number four, too attached. And I see this all the time. Everybody in the world, they're addicted to themselves. They're addicted to a strategy. They're addicted to a stock. They're addicted to a person that they're following. And they can't really look beyond that. And when you start getting blinded to what you're doing, that's when you lose a lot. Because you think, how can this be wrong? How can I be wrong? I'm so good. How can this guy be wrong on the internet? He's so good. And you start getting addicted to their call outs, addicted to your play. And you double down, triple down, you know, you keep buying on the dips. Who knows what it is? And that's what really tanks your account is when you can't look outside your blinders. And when you can't see outside your blinders, that's when you start losing a lot. And the the solution to this is being open to change, being able to admit you were wrong and the play was wrong, the stock was wrong. If you miss future gains, it's okay. It's not right at this moment. And this is what happened to me as well. You saw me last two years ago. I took Riot from my 40k account to 200 and I took the 100k profit out at the top because I didn't feel right and I kept trying the strategy still over and over and over again and I ended up losing I think half of that account I had the 40k account left over it went to 20k and I just kept trying the strategy and it just wasn't working but I kept doing it because I thought it was a great strategy and I just kept losing and I just couldn't admit I had a bad strategy at that moment. It was a great strategy long-term, great strategy in general to have, but it wasn't great right now. And I couldn't get over that. And so I kept using it, kept using it, kept using it, kept losing. And so that was one thing I've changed recently. I've applied some new market dynamics and market indicators that help me know when things aren't working and when they are, and I can start cutting them earlier and getting into them earlier which I'll show you in a second. Game changing is the new indicators uh, we've been using. Number five though, huge mistake number five is not recognizing your emotions. So 
Trading's emotional. I get it, fam. You know, losing money sucks. Making money is great. You feel like a king and then the next day you lose money, you literally feel like garbage. So how can you go from garbage king, garbage king constantly to do this sustainably long term? It's not possible. So it's super important to recognize your emotions so you can limit them or so you could do the right things when you feel them. So it's all about making these rules and recognizing the emotions and having a rule attached to it. So making rules is another one we're talking about later, but the emotions are killer. So again, when you are winning, well, you have to recognize that emotion because when you win in the stock market, you do dumb stuff. You think winning means you're good. You don't need to do, you, there's nothing bad that can happen from winning, but you, you can have bad things happen. You can get too cocky. If you think you can keep winning, never lose, that's a mentality I look at that, that will really degrade me in trading. Number two, you can cut winners early. You win, you're happy, you cut it, and you miss out on huge gains, and then you hold your losers too long because, hey, another emotion is getting angry, feeling sad that you lost money, and then this allows you to do something else dumb, which is holding losers longer. So the emotions you have, just take a second to take them in recognize them and figure out how they're holding you back so the emotions are not good if you study athletes if you study people in business and traders emotions hold them back emotions are not helpful to human beings period (laughs) especially if you're trying to do something great and substantial with your life um, in terms of high level stuff Um, emotions really just cloud your judgment and hold you back so it's very important to recognize them when they come through and understand how they affect that. Let's get into the next one, number six. This has been, I haven't had a bad trade in a while because the new indicators, um, the new momentum I've been looking at, and this has really helped me maximize winners, get out of losers if, if they're wrong, just by looking at a key indicator. I'm not selling you on this. Uh, one, one indicator on the screen is free. The other is inside our trading group for free. It's also, you can get a 10-day trial link below. But literally putting on an indicator, it could be any indicator you feel is right for you, a nine moving average. It could be an EMA cloud like you see here, or it could be my market mover indicator, um, which I just recently revamped and it's been game changing for me. But I just have a simple rule now that saves me a lot of money, which is if the candlesticks are blue, I don't buy the stock. I don't play calls. If the candlesticks are yellow, I don't short the stock and I don't buy puts and this has been huge for me because there's momentum in the market that is staying in the stock so like the the stock is considered bullish or bearish if the indicator is blue or yellow if the EMA cloud is red or green there's certain indicators that can literally tell you hey market's bullish market is bearish And I used to ignore this for a long time. I just stopped ignoring this like eight months ago. So when when I talk about me developing myself as a trader, this is something new eight months ago. And the new indicator I revamped was literally two months ago. So I'm becoming a better trader literally weekly as well. I don't really get to this point and say, hey, this is the strategy I use. I am who I am. I'm doing this till I die. 
No, you got to adapt. You got to adjust. The market is not easy forever. So these are two new changes that have added exponential amounts of money into my account and helped me take better trades. So again, red cloud bearish, green cloud bullish, blue candles bearish, yellow candles bullish. I always play the momentum. I always go with momentum. I don't go against it. So I'm always looking at the short time frames if I'm scalping, daily, weekly, monthly time frames if I'm holding long and saying, what's the colors? And if it if the colors are bearish, you know, I probably should be cutting my stock there because I could probably buy it back cheaper if we keep dropping. So that's been game changing, literally game changing. And I think everybody needs to have a momentum indicator to help them gauge the market situation because the candlestick can be bullish, but the market direction is bearish. So you don't want to mix up a bullish entry at the wrong time. So let's get into the next one. We do have number seven and then lastly, number eight, which you don't want to miss. Number seven is base hits. And this is something that I really struggled with. And I I tend to struggle with this sometimes now, um, but a lot less more because I don't really shoot for huge winners anymore. I don't, I don't try to make 10 grand in a day. I like to make $1,000, which is very, um, very minimal compared to my account value. Just a thousand bucks a day, about 300K a year. Just try to rake that in. Base hits are important because whenever you shoot for the moon, you get addicted to it. So let's say you made a thousand percent on a play. Nothing ever, period, is going to feel good again. You're going to, you're not going to feel great about a hundred dollar win. You're not going to feel great about a 10% win. So base hits are what I'm defining my trading strategy as recently is just scalping and making 10, 30, 50%. I don't try to make 100%. I don't try to make 1,000 because once I do that, that will become the norm. And then I won't be able to get away from that. And that's where it really becomes detrimental is when you start getting addicted to the highest highs and then you start chasing them. You hit a lot of losers in a row because you say, hey, risk to reward was good. I was risking 50% down to make 500% up. That's a, that's a great one. And then you lose another 50%, another one, and another one. So I've found just going with Chipotle money is the way to go. Chipotle money. It's where you buy Chipotle and you try to trade enough to get your burrito for the day. It's what we call it inside our trading group. But once you're addicted and happy and content with Chipotle money, that's when you've made it as a trader. The degenerates out there are trying to convince you that 100K in a month, a million dollars in a year is the best. That's the minimum. That's the base level we should be looking for, which is ridiculous. If you made money, that's good enough. There's no high and low of your success as a trader. There's no like, you need to make this amount to be a successful trader. Successful traders are people who just come to get better And if they made profits, that's the success in my opinion. More importantly, if they learn from their losses, that's the success in my opinion. So there's no level of success. You're not a level 99 if you hit 900K profit. It's ridiculous to think that way. Lastly, my favorite thing that has made the biggest difference inside my trading was diversification. And this is something that I've recently been doing. The last four years, I added four new strategies 
that have been allowing me to bring in easy money, passive income, and consistency. So the market, sometimes I can trade it, sometimes I can't. I know that. I'm not I'm human. I'm not perfect. The point is there's ways to utilize the market. It's a little bit safer, not as much money, but allow you to bring in passive income and allow you to take advantage of the market a lot safer. So when I first started out, I invested into stocks and then I moved right away to options. And I traded options for three years. I did not have great success long term because I was only on options and I was only on swinging. So I didn't really day trade as much. I just tried to swing options. And I didn't have a good strategy. So just swinging options was not sustainable. So decay is very high. There's a lot of things going against you that makes it very hard to succeed. Then I started investing. I started investing into Bitcoin first. $3,000 was the first time I bought Bitcoin. It ran up to $20,000 later that year. That allowed me to take my 3K account to 20K from trading and investing. So from trading, I think I made five to 7,000. And now I had consistency, had another strategy investing and Bitcoin made me, I think that other 15,000. So that allowed me to cross PDT and I wouldn't have been able to without investing in Bitcoin. So now we hop over to the next year after I get into investing in options. Now I start investing into stocks and this allowed me to take, I think it was like 1,000 with distributions in my 401k to like 300k. So like almost a thousand percent run. It was insane, but I was putting in like maybe uh, $80,000 in my 401. But still, while I was investing and slowly investing in my 401, it hit 300k at the highs. And that was basically just from stock picking. So now we add stock picking crypto options. So now we have three forms of diversification inside my portfolio. And this is what really started to help me get maximum momentum in the markets. And it gets better. This is where the game changed even a little bit more. I learned investing. Then I got into covered calls, cash secured puts, selling options. That was like literally six months after an insane 401k rise. And that allowed me to bring in passive income. So while my 401k was going up eventually, I now can sell options on it and bring in an additional 1% per month, 5% per week sometimes, depends on the options you're selling. But now I use this pretty much weekly. I'm doing it right now on Upwork. I made 12 bucks today, Chipotle money. You're not impressed with it, but our goal is Chipotle money. We're not looking for a million dollars. 12 bucks on Upwork I'm selling an ARC option. I think that one's up 30 bucks today. So Chipotle for the week, baby. And that's selling options. And then lastly, just started doing this and I'm getting into leap options soon, but haven't been able to crush that one. I'm doing credit spreads. And so GME and AMC ran insane amounts this week. I think they went up 50% each. I sold call credit spreads at the highs told the traders inside the group, and this allowed me to collect passive income as GME trades sideways, as it doesn't move, I will make money. If Even if it moves up or down, I still can make money and collect the full premium. So I have about 400 possible dollars I can collect on GME for the next three weeks. So about 100 bucks a week I can collect. And then AMC, I'm doing this for next week's options, 
I think I'm trying to make uh, 200 bucks on AMC. So this is something where I utilize time decay. And time decay has been a game changer for my portfolio. I sell cash cured puts, covered calls, passive income from time decay. Credit spreads, passive income from time decay. So I've been doing this weekly. It's not a lot. It's like one to 500 bucks a week, but it really adds up. And then long term, if you have cash just sitting in your portfolio, you now put it to work in a lower risk strategy. You don't care where the market goes. Even if the market's falling, we're in a bear market. You can put on call credit spreads. Those can help you take advantage of drops and time decay. So that was game changing. And that was number eight. So that's all the mistakes I've made that cost me $200,000. And if you guys want to follow the journey, make sure to grab your seven free days trading with me link below and check out the video to the right of me for more mistakes that have really held me back in the stock market. I'll see you on the next one. Peace out.